0: Welcome back to Wherever You May Be, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. I hope you all had a good break and I'm happy to announce that Krish has accepted a contract extension and will be joining me on the podcast for this season. Krish, how are you doing? Excited about the new season?
1: Yes, so close now. Yeah, Um, buzzing. But It's it's come around so quickly. Obviously, we had a great summer with the year and stuff. But um, yeah, good to be back to club football, I think, and uh, hopefully more trophies on the horizon
0: definitely it's very exciting news um, and in uh, some other transfer news uh, we've sadly had to let charlie skilling goes He's hangs up his boots on his podcasting career with us uh, we wish him all the best charlie was great and um, so yeah good luck with whatever charlie does next anyway we've got to talk chelsea we've got to talk the european champions um because chris romalu lukaku is back at the bridge you know this is exciting like, I can't even, you know, it's, it's been in the works for a little bit, hasn't it? Um, and like, when obviously like we knew it was happening, we got the, here we go from Fabrizio Romano. I was obviously <laughs> very excited. Um, is he the missing piece of the puzzle now? Are we title contenders with Romelu Lukaku?
1: I think so. I think it's what we would have been aiming for anyway, like a title challenge this season, especially with the, the momentum of winning the Champions League. But um, we all knew that that was the missing piece. I think we'd hoped... Um, that space had sort of been filled by Timo Werner last season, but it's evident that he isn't going to be a kind of 30 goal central striker. That's not going to be his role at Chelsea. That became clear last season. And I think we've known for months now that um, the club were going to go after a number nine, mm. uh, a, a world-class number nine, of which there are about, I don't know, you probably said there's literally about four <laughs> in the world. Mm. Uh, Harry Kane, uh, Robert Lewandowski, Erling Haaland, and, and uh, Romelu Lukaku, Mb- and Mbappé, oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: <laughs> he's definitely mm. one. But, um, yeah, and we've got one of them, so you can't you can't be uh, unhappy about that, for sure.
0: It's obviously like a, a big price tag, £100 million, it becomes Chelsea's all-time record transfer. Um, we've seen, you know, with players with big price tags, Kepa have, a, you know, some of them have struggled, some of them are still struggling. Um do you think he's going to care? And do you think there's sort of extra maybe pressure on him because of the price tag? Because but personally, I don't think that that is going to bother him. I don't think I think he's, you know, he's a professional. He's a proven goal scorer, a proven goal scorer in the Premier League as well. He's 20th, by the way, on the all-time uh, Premier League goal scorers, which I think is amazing. Um, he's scored a lot of goals. Obviously, he's Everton's record goal scorer as well. Um, I don't think he's going to feel the pressure, do you?
1: No, neither do I. I think um, that it sounds ridiculous, but that almost seemed cheap to me in comparison to the fee being talked about, talked about for Haaland. And as you say, he's he's already Premier League proven, but he is also at the absolute top of his game right now. It's not really a risk. There's barely any risk. I don't think mm. you could really argue that. Um, all we'll hope is that he hits the ground running. Obviously we, we've got like a weird... Bad track record of signing top strikers, but um, it doesn't feel like it will be the way with him. I think it feels more like when we signed Diego Costa, in, in my mind. Um, this is a, a an absolutely world-class striker who will produce the goods immediately and 97 million, yeah, when you're looking at some of the fees being bandied about for players. I mean, Harry Kane's the same age and City are looking at paying 150 million, which is a, a hell of a lot more. Um, so yeah, to, to get a player in his prime, um, with that goal scoring record, I think is, can only be seen as pretty decent business in the current market.
0: And the only like, and obviously we like, we create so many chances this Chelsea side, I think. And, you know, we've known even at Lampard that the one thing we were missing is a proper goal scorer. Um, And I'm so happy that, you know, we finally got one. Um, I actually can't remember, I'm going to put my hands up, can't remember much about his first in at Chelsea. I know he didn't play very much. I know he didn't score. Um, but do you remember anything else about him? Because for me, this is almost like, I think it's a clean slate for everyone, isn't it? Like we sort of put into yeah, the back yeah, yeah. Of, the, of our mind that sort of Romelu Lukaku that was, that was here in 2011. But do you remember anything really from his time at Chelsea? Was anything that memorable?
1: I think what like struck me most is um, he was always kind of very well-spoken, very eloquent in interviews, but it just um, his absolute love for the club and mm. his mentality, the combination of those two things. Um, you could just sort of tell that he was destined for success, really. Um, he's sort of got this yeah perfect balance of like humility, real passion for the club that he plays for, um, which I think has been the case everywhere he's been. But yeah, he has a particularly deep connection with Chelsea obviously supported them when he was a kid like I, d- I don't know if you've seen that video doing the round which I like absolutely love of him visiting Stamford Bridge when he was literally a yeah school. yeah um so
0: sweet
1: yeah and it's it's so touching to yeah see him as a kid in the stand looking at the pitch and and that's where he, he also has this little bit of arrogance about him which I think you need definitely as like a top yeah. striker but he's he's just sat there and he's like yeah, i'm gonna play here one day and it, mm-hmm. his teacher's like yeah you can stop dreaming mate and he's like mm. no i'm gonna so like, what are you saying dreaming at like, that i'm gonna play here and i'm gonna i'm gonna succeed here which um
0: mm.
1: i know he's had to wait and uh, it's a shame he's had to wait but um hopefully yeah as i say at his peak this is all sort of happening at the right time
0: yeah definitely i really like that you know the whole lukaku's home like and he even said that like it's good to be home and i think a lot of fans think that, and a lot of obviously fans would love him to succeed at Chelsea. And I think I think he's got it in him. I think he is the perfect player for what we need right now. I think he will slot into the formation brilliantly. I think we can play other formations and you know, play um Timo Werner off him. I think that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to seeing as a Chelsea fan, is you know. This Timo Werner that, by the way, all of his offside goals from last season, this season will be onside, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, <laughs> but also him playing, you know, I, I think Timo Werner came out and said, I've always played well alongside someone up top. And he really looks forward to playing alongside someone like Lukaku. I feel like their game, their games will really complement each other. Um, I know he struggled at United in the past, previously, but... I can't really see him struggling this time around in two yeah. cool systems.
1: Yeah, I think he's, in Italy, he's gone up kind of several levels. He's coming back a completely different player. Like, I don't, uh, like, if you have you seen much of him in Serie I I can't say I can't sell which loads of Serie A. Not really. All, by all accounts. And, I mean, 24 goals last season in the league. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, that's that's the kind of output Chelsea are looking for and
0: I mean and it's... when you've got when you've got seven goals seven penalties as yeah. your highest score in the Premier League I think any any striker would do to be mm. perfectly honest but...
1: yeah <laughs> how on earth do we come come in the top four with, with the a penalty taker. We won. We won the Champions yeah. League,
0: Chris. Like yeah. when you look at like all the good teams, are like, right? You need a good striker to win the Premier League. You need a good striker. You're never going to win the Champions League without like a proper yeah. striker. And we've just blown all of that out the water by basically winning a <laughs> winning a, a Champions League with effectively no I know,
1: real it's, it's striker. Crazy. Or like
0: it's a bit, it's a bit crazy. It is, but I, I will take it any day <laughs> of the week. um now, I was going to ask this. I spoke to Thomas Tuchel earlier and I was going to ask um, about how he plans to fit in all these attacking players, but I didn't get to ask him. So, Krish, I'm going to ask you. We've got Pulisic, we've got Ziek, who uh, Tuchel confirmed his injury isn't as bad as first thought, mm. which is obviously great news because he had a very good pre-season. Uh, Pulisic, Ziyech, Havertz, Werner, Lukaku. How do you mount how do you fit those players into <laughs> into, into chelsea's attack because i am i have not got one clue
1: yeah i mean it's it's going to be a lot of rotation isn't it I, i'm i think obviously so yeah Lukaku is probably the one of sort of two guaranteed starters out of that bunch and i'd say the other mm. is is havertz um mm. whether or not that pressure is still there to to play the german signings from last season We'll see. But as you say, I think Werner could work really nicely off um, yeah. off of Lukaku. He hasn't looked super confident in pre-season. Again, it's a bit of a shame that does seem to be um, kind of uh, following into this season. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, hopefully he hits, hits some sort of stride and I think Lukaku could help that. Um, and Ziyech has had a really good pre-season as well, which has been really, really encouraging to see because you would think... Um, he would have been one of those sweating on his on his starting position. I don't mm. know what you think, but um, he's probably been our best player in preseason, um, which doesn't always mean much. But still, at least he's kind of coming yeah. into the season with something. But yeah, mm. I think if he's if he's sticking with the three at the back, which I think he will, which because that brought him success, I think uh, that will mean um, we'll see similar, maybe two players off Lukaku, one of whom yeah. will be uh, either Werner or Mount, and then um Havertz I think maybe we'll start seeing Mount playing a bit deeper I think we're weirdly looking a bit thin in central midfield midfield. yeah Yeah. um well Kante's now
0: out isn't he so
1: yeah
0: he's out for the game against Palace so yeah Yeah. that's we're looking we have got Ruben off this cheek, of of course he can yeah obviously you probably want a better yeah better player if you're going to play a two in midfield you need two very good midfielders don't you yeah
1: yeah and I thought um that sort of showed on Wednesday night, um, Kovacic, I mean, obviously, it's, it's difficult to judge players at this stage of the season. They're nowhere near sort of peak fitness, but we were, mm. especially at the start of the second half, incredibly sloppy and in possession without Jorginho on the field. Um, having this Jorginho back, it'll be amazing to see whether he is uh, the same player as we've been seeing all summer, mm. but I think his confidence has got to be absolutely sky high, and he's playing and i know we've we've seen this gradually building but he's among sort of the best midfielders in the world at the moment i would say based on on form um mm. so that's exciting but yeah crazy, um, no. yeah attack wise i think he'll, he'll have to stick with some front three but i i think with the depth that we've got we're going to see a lot of rotation this season
0: which isn't good for my fantasy premier league team <laughs> is it um listen obviously the I feel bad for Tammy. I really do. You know, he, he missed out on the squad in the Champions League final. We obviously didn't play um, in the Super Cup, which I want to touch on in a second. Um, but what does this mean for him? Is is he a goner now? And, and is it is it just a case of whether it's Roma or whether it's Arsenal?
1: That seems to be the case, doesn't it? I think yeah, they're they're open to selling him as as long as that price tag is met. But I was actually thinking today. Um, I don't know how you feel about it, but considering. Um, Werner is realistically, I don't see him playing as a central striker, mm. which I know, I know we've just signed Lukaku, but actually, the the kind of alternatives to Lukaku as a central striker are actually quite few. Like,
0: yeah, um, Haberts. Haberts might play there. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much yeah. it.
1: I know it seems ridiculous given the attacking options we have, but actually, when this rotation does happen and literally just coming off the bench, if Lukaku's injured, the, the closest profile of player we have to Lukaku is Tammy Abraham in my opinion obviously Mm -hmm. he's probably not as strong um, but in terms of the attributes that you want from um, a centre forward a big centre forward in the Premier League he's got them and we've obviously um, seen Giroud leave this summer to Milan Mm -hmm. so actually there's (laughs) I think there's this weird space for him in the squad at this stage but Mm -hmm. I think he's obviously an ambitious young man. I think he wants to play. Um, I don't think he's as good as Lukaku, obviously I don't think his ceiling is as high. But mm. um, going back to what I was saying about that, that summer where we signed Diego Costa, it's weirdly, mm. there are like definite parallels there. Cause that that's the summer yeah. that Lukaku, we let Lukaku leave. Thinking at the time that it was like definitely the smart thing to do. Um, mm. We'd signed Diego Costa for, I mean, 30 million, that seems like an absolute steal now. Yeah. For, um, nowadays, obviously, he'd be uh, like mm. pushing 70, 80 sort of. Yeah. Thing. Um, but I think yeah, Drogba came back. We'd signed Diego Costa, and then Lukaku was deemed like, oh, uh, we'll just let him leave. It doesn't like he's he's not scored that many goals on, on his loan at Everton. I think it was that season. Didn't yeah. seem like it was worth the the investment of. It's more an investment of time, isn't it? I suppose like giving these players the chance. But I think we spoke quite often last season about. Tammy and the fact that uh, Charlie was obviously a big fan of his, and the fact that he was top scorer, sort of both mm. both those seasons um, when we had the transfer embargo and helped us through a lot of tough times. And I know yeah. he's uh, he's not the like finished article, but I wonder if <laughs> seven years down the line at Chelsea, you're going to be spending like a hundred triple million that that money. Yeah. back to the club. That's the only thing.
0: I think, I think, I think we might. You know, like I think he's got. You know, yeah, he's not—he's not your like your typical perfect striker. That you know, you, you but he, he's a goal scorer. He's he, he literally scores goals. And I know he like it's—he's frustrating at times. But I think he will go to Arsenal or go to Roman. He'll be brilliant. Part of me wants to see him stay in the Premier League as much as I don't want him to go to Arsenal. Part of me really wants to see him in the Premier League. and um, mm. I think it's—you know—it's been a little bit unfair the way he, sort of he hasn't even had a chance really. Mm. Um, but listen, when you're winning and you've won the best club trophy there is to win you, you can't really complain and we've just won the super cup as well which I want to touch on because I put my hands up I wasn't feeling very well so I actually went to bed and that's the first time I've ever gone to bed and woken up and actually found out the score mm. um and I was really 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 happy I know we've won it once before but the last three times we've lost mm. um and I was just buzzing that finally, we actually managed to win it, and and it made me like, no, oh, that like Kepa came on. You know, I'm not a huge fan of making those decisions for a penalty shootout. But obviously, I'm talking to players. Keepers are it, obviously yeah. slight, yeah, like keepers are obviously slightly different. Um, and obviously, they've done their research, had a look at Mendy, had a look at Kepa. and then they've come to that conclusion. And obviously, you look, it looks like a genius move when it works, and you look very stupid if it doesn't. Um, yeah i thought that, that was important i thought it was important although 120 minutes was definitely not what we needed in terms of fitness um and like for like for those players like it just wasn't the best thing that could have happened ahead of ahead of tomorrow but um i'm really happy we won that so just wanted to touch on um the super cup which obviously another european mm. trophy we've now the only club to win every uh, european competition twice so Record breakers, as always. Uh Krish, obviously, right, get, let's get into it. Crystal Palace um, tomorrow at three o'clock. This is, this is, I think, one of the most excited I've ever been going into a Premier League season. How are you feeling about it? Confident?
1: Yeah, um, as I said, obviously Lukaku makes a massive difference. But actually, I think I would have felt pretty optimistic anyway. I think, I know our, our league form under Tuco in the second half of the season was bitty. But I think the momentum from... I, I, Actually, well, if you look back at 2012-13 wasn't a good season for us at all. But, well, mm. we still won the, the Europa League. But um, this time around, with a, a squad that you would actually say is capable of winning things, maybe it wasn't like back mm. then, I actually feel like the momentum of winning the Champions League will definitely give us some thrust, like going, especially at the start of the season is what I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, And I think that would set us in really good stead. But yeah, add Lukaku to that. And I think we should be um, the closest rival to Man City. I think it will be Man City again, who are right up there. Especially if they sign Harry Kane, obviously that's another dimension to that entirely. No, but, um,
0: no. I can't, get, I can't get on board with Kane's like, signing him because I think Chelsea will be in the title race. I think we will be in the title race. I think everyone mm. I've spoken to thinks Chelsea will be in the title race. I think it's really between Man City and Chelsea. They seem to be writing Man United and Liverpool off already. Liverpool I'm quite I'm surprised about, but yeah, they everyone thinks it's going to be Man City and Chelsea. Mm. Um, and I think, I think it will be as well, but I think if they get Kane, then it it just makes it very even harder than it's already going to be. But there's no real excuse, you know. We're playing our own games, we play playing only twice, so we really should be in the title race until the very last minute. There shouldn't be any 10 15 points off Manchester City. We want to, if if we don't win the league, we want that gap to be one two points. We don't want it to be 15 20 again, do we?
1: Yeah, Man Man City were. What they did best than everyone else, but it sounds like almost reductive, but just games like Crystal Palace, just winning those games, picking up three points in the games you're expected to. If that makes sense, I yeah. know all those the big games will get all the hype and feel more important, but at the end of the day, they're all worth three points. Um, and if you're literally winning every single one of those games, no kind of draws where you should be winning games, which Chelsea I think were guilty of a lot mm-hmm. last season. That happened under Tuchel as well as Lampard that wasn't exclusive to Lampard's um, half of the season because um, yeah I think it's easy to forget that even though obviously we had that unbelievable win at the end of last season our league form was kind of bitty and like getting thumped by West Brom at home was weird and uh, stuff like that there was a lot of draws and what, what on
0: earth happened there I know it's crazy an uh,
1: and, and um, but even like drawing to Leeds and stuff there, there were just results dotted around like we would have had the Top four job wrapped up far more. We should have as well. Yeah, we should yeah, have. We should yeah. have yeah. I mean, it went yeah. to the end of the season, didn't it? It went to the mm. last day, which was. Um...
0: Yeah, it went to the last day, and we tried our very best to mess it up. Yeah. As yeah, well. yeah. Lost, you know I mean? lost
1: on the last day. Yeah. So uh, these. Had to the rely routes, on Spurs. Those are the games where City yeah. will, will just be ruthless and they'll win every mm. game. They'll be able to rotate. Um, and still have a ridiculously strong team. But because yeah, because we've added Lukaku, I think we're not far off that ourselves mm. in terms of the strength of the squad. It would just be about gelling, I think, with Lukaku mm-hmm. um, and developing that side of play. It is a bit of a shame, the way the transfer window works and the, the fact that it shuts after the season starts, that we're in yeah. this situation where we, we've got a match, first match of the season this weekend, and we don't have arguably our, our best player now uh, so yeah. Um, obviously yeah that's that's um, picking uh, I can't complain too much basically but yeah
0: yeah um, this Palace game one of our best performances maybe our, not our best performance but one of our best performances attacking wise came against Palace at Zalas Park We were brilliant that day Fort Kai Havertz was unbelievable could have probably should have had a hat trick um it's at Stamford Bridge, first game back. Majority of fans will be back there, by the people that sat in those Matthew Marding lower and shed seats, but we won't get into that. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about that game? Is it? I mean, uh, what worries me is maybe about the fitness of our team. You know, I think Palace have made some very good signings. I know Conor Gallagher can't play, uh, but mm. Gehi Ge- can. I think that's mm. how you say his name. Um, and obviously um, Anderson um, uh, at the back as well. So I think they've made two really good defensive signings. I think their midfield still a little bit, but... Um, yeah how, how are you feeling about that one are you confident is it going to be a potential like banana skin what do you reckon
1: no i think uh, it, it, it's funny we've been talking about this in the, the editorial team at 90 Min and we can't decide whether the, they've done this sort of business where they'll have a way better season than everyone expects or, or, or yeah. literally like finished rock bottom it's yeah. so hard awesome. it, it kind of feels mean. like Fulham a couple of seasons ago but um, you know
0: and they spent like 100 mil yeah
1: yeah but with in terms of them coming up against Chelsea, I think you have to expect a, a comfortable victory. Um, but yeah, mm. as you say, there are, there are lots of fitness issues again, which isn't ideal as well as on top of Lukáky not being available. Um, yeah, because uh, Kovacic played the full 120 minutes. 120. He, he, he looked leggy even in the early stages of the second half. He was giving the ball away a lot. Um,
0: yeah.
1: So maybe we'll I think see. That, was that everyone. Yeah. We'll yeah, maybe I think see. I was giving the ball away. Yeah. It was it was super sloppy, wasn't it? Um, mm. So maybe we'll see Mount and Jorginho ascend to then, but that's a possibility. I didn't think Mount looked fully fit. He looked sharpish, but um,
0: not yeah. quite. I well think prepared. you can tell. Yeah, I think you can tell he hasn't had much of a preseason. Mm. Like I think ideally in a, in an ideal world, um, Tuchel wouldn't have had to have relied on on Jorginho, on Chilwell, on Mount, on those players that arrive back really late. Mm. And ideally would have like, you know, Alonso might still play, As will probably still play, you know, Hudson but Kante's the one, isn't it, that, that's frustrating because he obviously would definitely play. Um mm. But listen, it's going to be, I'm hoping I'm going to be there. So I'm hoping it's going to be a comfortable win and I can enjoy my first game back, <laughs> first proper game back at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Um, right, Krish, we're going to do some quick season predictions. I want quick fire. I want, no, not some explanation, but just like <laughs> quick, we'll quick fire it. Okay. Do I, do I, do Ch- I get to
1: ask you them afterwards?
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, so I'll ask okay. you, you ask me. Okay, okay go for it. Yeah. Ready. Where did Chelsea finish? Second. Oh. Yeah, That's what I was going to say.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's the yeah. sensible shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, Not too optimistic. I, I think I'm quietly confident. I, top four, I think, yeah, we'll get top four. But I think if City get Kane, it might, yeah, I think it'll mm. be a lot, a lot easier for City. But I think it's going to be a close title, race. Right? So Krish, me, both going second. Krish, any, any trophies? Any cup wins? Yeah, I'm going I think, back to back you for Champions Leagues,
1: mate. Oh wow, fair. I'm going to say, I mean, you can't rule it out, can you? I mean, I think obviously PSG are a bit scary now. Um but they also they also have they still have their like mental block with it, and Messi is 34, so you can't
0: <laughs> right. No guarantee. So I was- yeah, I was saying, like obviously they've made an unbelievable amount of free transfer signing, but I think it's like deep-rooted into the issue. It isn't a PSG podcast, so I'm going to get into it. Um <laughs> deep-rooted issue with that PSG side is their mm. attitude. And mm. it's, as soon as things start to slightly go wrong, all of them lose their heads. Mm. And I don't know whether Ramos, I don't think Ramos is going to change that. I don't right. think Donnarumma is going to change that, but I potentially think Messi might change that. I think yeah. if Messi is in that team, maybe it might calm them down, especially Messi playing with Neymar again that might be a positive. But then again, I don't know. I think Mbappe, I think um, Neymar's the problem. I think he's the root of it. Um, I agree. And I think Mbappe would be good to get out as as quickly as he can. Uh, Although I I do think playing alongside Messi would be good. But I still think, like you, they've got a mental block and that they're not nailed on. Uh, But yeah, I think, yeah, I reckon I'd love to win an FA Cup. Yeah, I I can see that. I I don't like how we keep getting to finals and keep, Mm. you know, just, it's annoying.
1: Yeah. I think with this squad's There's something at the end of it for us. I couldn't tell you exactly what it would be. Um,
0: There'll be something. Obviously,
1: yeah, the Premier League or the the Champions League would be amazing, but I've said we'll finish second, so I'll go... You'll settle with her. Yeah, an FA Cup,
0: at least. An FA Cup. I would love an FA Cup. We haven't won the FA Cup for a while. Uh, Chelsea's top scorer. I
1: think you have to say Lukaku now, don't you? Uh, I can't see it. Big I'm excited about Havertz, I must say, this season. I must say. Yeah,
0: I think I have him down. Uh, Before Lukaku signed, I had him down for my player of the season.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, maybe he will be. No, like...
0: Let's move on to the next <laughs> one because I think is gonna be your top scorer. I'm still gonna stick with Havertz for my player of the season, who's yours?
1: Yeah, I'm tempted to join you there without being too boring. But yeah, I think mm. I'm excited. Like, I think he had a really good summer, even though Germany okay. were Germany were rubbish, but he was he was good, he's a little he bright was good bark, against England. Yeah, he's been good enough friendly so far. Really good goal against um Arsenal, really good assists. Mm-hmm really lovely assist in the Super Cup I thought like, yeah that, that pass was just brilliant such a lovely connection on the ball. Mm. um penalty was rubbish in the shootout but uh, oh, I
0: didn't watch it I have seen uh, it now yeah. obviously but yeah, yeah, yeah it just looked a little uh, bit lethargic he looked tarned, he does that
1: sometimes it? he just get he's like almost too languid sometimes like too yeah. chill, chilled out on the ball and yeah. he just kind of throws his foot at it and it's like frustrating
0: it, isn't yeah. it I'm like come on like just put yeah, a bit yeah. of power behind the ball stop trying to place everything yeah yeah, um, yeah. I still think he'll be a player this season. I don't like this one. Does Tuchel get sacked? No.
1: No, I I think... Um,
0: Surely he's done enough. Yeah, Surely no. Surely he's I, done enough to get through at least one sticky patch yeah. this season.
1: Short answer is no. I think stuff will have to go sort of horribly wrong as it did for Lampard. I don't think the mm. conclusion will necessarily be any different. I, I really love the togetherness of the squad and the fact that he seems to be enjoying working... Um, with us uh, more than he has elsewhere. I get that real vibe that he, he's found a sort of real fit here. Um, mm. And the togetherness of the squad, they all mm. seem to love playing for him. They all know the place in the squad. The fact that he's keeping, I, it's become more of a challenge this season, obviously, but. With the depth that we we have, the fact that he's keeping people like Emerson happy, Kepper clearly yeah. absolutely loves it. Kepper is mm. like, he's uh, he's buzzing to just mm. be playing and be a part of the squad. And I think that's what obviously yeah. that's what um massive success does and winning the championship. I was
0: gonna say yeah, is, winning games is a huge up, yeah. thing, and
1: that and that breeds togetherness, and that will help us next season. So I think. Fingers crossed that it will never come to that this season. Um, obviously, you just never know with Chelsea, um, yeah. and Roman Abramovich, unfortunately. But um, that is our business model, and we will be successful in the future if it does come to that. But it's, it yeah. will be a shame. It oh, will
0: Fingers crossed. Nah, I can't yes. see it happening. I can't. Yeah. I just, I think, like I said, I think he's done enough. I think he's done enough in the last couple of seasons, last couple of, seasons, last couple of months to obviously warrant, you know, getting through a sticky patch. He's also got experience on his side and mm. if things do go wrong, which they haven't really yet, you know, I think he's got that experience behind him to, to sort of get through that, which I thought that's what Frank Lampard didn't have yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, and you can't win, you know, well, you can win the Champions League gets that because Robbie Di Matteo did. But, <laughs> you know. again he's the experience yeah 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 that's the thing you just don't have it behind you but listen Chris thank you so much that's all we've got time for thank you so much for listening if you could drop us a review it'd be very much appreciated subscribe if you haven't already and if you enjoyed what you heard it's so good to be back we'll see you all next time from wherever you may be